You ready? I'm ready. Set the war. How's it going, everybody? Welcome back to another podcast of Retro Rewind Days of Old. In this episode, we're going to be talking about Legend of Zelda Orkney of Time with my partner, Shandy. Hello. How's it going, babe? Great, how are you? <laughs> Good day. Um, so, when, when do you think you played this game for the first time? Um, well, <laughs> that'd be a long time ago. Came out in 98. So, sometime after that, my brother and I used to play all the time when he got his Nintendo 64. Oh, that was a long time ago. Yeah. You should know you were probably in our lives at that time. No, we were. Yeah, so you would have played yeah, with him no. as well. Because, no, that's true. I was a part of that. Mm-hmm. Because your brother used to record it on VHS tapes for me. That's how I first saw the game. He used to record it and give it to me. I bet you if you look hard enough in his stuff, you can still find a VHS type of something you guys recorded. That'd be before. sick! I, I wouldn't put it past my brother. That'd be sick. <laughs> Gotta ask him. Um, what's, what's your most like fond memory of it? My brother always stealing the remote. I'd I'd try and play. I'd ask him for help, and the minute I ask him for help, he never get the remote back. <laughs> and then Makes the, sense. And then he would just play the game, and I'd sit there for the next couple hours until he got bored of it or he beat it, and then he'd walk out, and I'd be like, "Well, I guess I'll try again later." Have you ever beaten it? Yes. I've never beaten it. It took me until I was in my twenties to beat it for the first time. Did you Did you beat an actual sixty four? Mm, I think so. Yeah. You have an actual sushi? No. You ever owned it? No. Other besides Brad's? No. Can't remember what I beat it on. I've been 64. I probably just borrowed it though. So I know you told me this was your favorite game. Why? I don't know. The only game I can remember really playing growing up. Besides, you know, my mom playing Spyro or things like that. This was the game that my brother and I always sat down and played. More of a fond memory. Have you played any other Zelda? Yes. Which one? The Majora's Mask. Which one do you think you like more? This one. I don't like the Majora's Mask. It's stupid. Oh! Oh! <laughs> oh, God! I can never do anything on it. I don't know how to beat that one. I tried. Alright. Um, I remember seeing it a few times at a friend's house before your brother. But, like, actually sitting down, understanding it. And, you know, enjoying it, even though I never really got to play it, was when he would record it. And then I think at one point, I borrowed his system with the game and played a chunk of it. But I didn't get very far. I've never beaten it. 
That's depressing. Yeah, I've never beaten it. I plan on beating it. At your age, you should have been beat by now. Ah! <laughs> I wasn't a Nintendo person. I was a PlayStation guy. I'm ashamed of you, babe. My first, I think my first... <laughs> my first console was PlayStation 1. So ashamed of you, babe. <laughs> so, um, Legend of Zelda: Orchid of Time was released on Nintendo 64, November 21st of 1998. It's almost as old as me. That's pretty bad. That's two years older than me. I was seven. I was two. Oh, <laughs> I was seven. <laughs> I was two. Oh, way to expose the age gap. That's fine. Yeah, no, I was seven. I never played it when it released, though. I never even seen it when it released. I think... I don't think I actually saw the game... Until, like, we were in the 2000s. Yeah, that'd be me. Um, it got remade. Uh, June 2011. For... Nintendo 3DS. Maybe we did, like, remakes. Some of them are good. If they put in the time. Mm, I still do prefer everything on its original system. You put it on a different system and then you end up messing up with the controllers. just makes it more difficult, especially when you're used to one controller. And then you try on a, like a tablet or an Xbox controller and the buttons are all messed up. I don't like it. Fair. But off topic, we, we've been playing Spyro. And um, like the Ignited Trilogy. You seem to be enjoying that one. That's not bad. Still gets a little annoying trying to rework all the handles. I mean, I tried with the same remote to play Ocarina of Time, and it was very difficult. Fair. Did you know that um, in the States, it had such a good... Um, what's the word I'm looking for? No, it, it did so good commercially, I guess mm, I could say. Oh, it was commercialized very well. Um, that it had over half a million pre-orders just in the United States alone. And it actually went into the Guinness World Record books for most pre-ordered game. It's a damn good game. I would expect nothing less. Do you think it's aged well? Oh, very well. It's still a very popular game. I'm not a fan of all the extensions that they've made. I don't mind the, you know, the Majora's Mask still kind of follows this one, but I wasn't a fan of any of the other ones really before that. I did like the very first original Dildo, though. Watched my dad and my grandfather play that one. I quite enjoyed that one, but any more remakes I wasn't very fond of. Did you ever play, like, the newer ones, like Breath of the Wild? Yes, I played that one when it came out for the Wii. My dad had it. I watched it and tried it, but again, controller thing, wasn't very fond of fan of it. Breath of, Breath of the Wild? Breath of the Wild didn't come out for the week. Which one did it come out for the week? You might be thinking Twilight Princess. Yeah, well then that one sucked too. Or a wave, Wayward Sword or whatever it was called. And the Princess one. Oh, my dad had one for the week. It sucked. Twilight Princess was awesome. I know this isn't a Twilight Princess podcast, but... I fucking... I bought the Wii just to play that game, and then when I beat it, I sold the Wii. <laughs> well, if it's not about the podcast, don't talk about it, man. But it's still <laughs> Zelda. What a fight? Always. Um... I always thought the music in this game was fucking awesome. Oh, it's very diverse. I, I quite enjoy the different music aspect. I'll sit there at work when I'm at work and I'll turn on the uh, the OST. soundtrack. 
of it, and I'll have it playing throughout the store, and people will come in. I actually had a lady comment on it thinking it was old village music. I said, nah, it's a video game. It's great. Yeah, the OST is amazing, and it was actually produced by G. Kundu. Kundo. Kundo, whatever his name is. Kudos to Kundo. I'm pretty sure I fucked that name up. That's, <laughs> That's fine. fine. Um, but yeah, no, it was it was actually... It was really good. It's It's got to be one of my favorite Nintendo 64 games as far as music. Um, even I listen to the OST sometimes when I'm working. Me and you've listened to it just cleaning up around the house. True. Right? Um, it's just, it's a relaxing, it's a relaxing fucking soundtrack. Some of the music is kind of fun to dance to, and then when you hear it come on, you sit there and think of what happened. Uh, when you play Sarah's song in front of your sworn brother and he starts dancing in his little dungeon. So when the music comes on, you sit there and you think of him dancing and you just want to shake along with him. Because it's exciting to do. <laughs> no, that's true. The games always want me to get uh, an ocarina and try and play it. Bradley had one. He, he had a blue one, didn't he? Yeah, he did. Yeah. And he never learned how to play it. He just sucked in, you know. He had the book and everything, didn't even actually learn how to play it. Does he still have it? I have no idea. You talk to him more than I do. Ask him next time you talk to him. Yeah. I don't know. I think I might ask him after this. There you go. Um, what, what was your intake on fucking Navi? Navi's great. I have her tattooed on my shoulder, and it actually has her saying, going, Hey, listen on it. She's great. Little ball of fun. I love her. She's a drive me insane. Listen, what does your GPS do? Drives yeah, you yeah. insane. Yep. Yeah, because it's always at the last fucking minute it tells you where to go navi sure sign for navigation of course she's gonna drive you crazy she's just fucking telling you where to go well he's driving nuts is that the person you were originally talking to will tell you where to go what to do right then she would pop it but do the same fucking thing. yeah but remember it takes you 20 minutes just to fucking walk across highland hyrule field Right? So you'll forget halfway, so it's fine. She's doing her job. She's doing a great job. I guess. And another thing that used to drive me nuts was, um, uh, what was it? Oh, you fucked up and clicked on, on A too many times with the dialogue. You had to fucking go through it all over again. Mm-hmm. This is driving me insane. Mine was worse with the owl. Little owl that peers out of nowhere and he always tries to get your attention talks for like half an hour and then he's like did you hear what i just said and if you say no he just repeats it for another half an hour and you're like shut <laughs> up man i don't remember the owl oh man i hated the owl you first meet him when you first leave the croaky forest for the first time you walk through the little tunnel and you come out into a real field and there he is sitting there going hey whatever up here and you're like oh gosh it's starting <laughs> yeah, i don't remember um but no that's pretty awesome one thing, one thing I want to do, I think would be pretty cool, is live streaming this game on Twitch. I think that'd be pretty good. Uh, like I'm telling you, man, we have to find a way where we can set it up when we race. Just know, I've beaten it. I know where everything is. I'll kick your ass on it, and I will make all of your followers go, "Bro, your wife just kicked your ass on this game." I'm telling you right now, the cockeyed setup I would need to have to fucking pull that off. But until then, I think. Just playing through the game and finally beating it live would be pretty fucking dope. What do you think? Yeah. It'll give you practice for when you try and face me. It'll be funny. It won't actually do nothing. <laughs> so, how much do you say you love this game? Like, is it your all-time favorite? Yeah. I'd have to say any of 
game I've ever played. I quite enjoyed this one. It's one of those ones that I could pay repetitively. Just because... I know so this was, oh, well, you know where everything is, it's easy, but... Still some finds enjoying it. I can't say it's my all-time favorite, but it's definitely... One of my top... I say five for Nintendo 64. Well, I don't play many video games, so I'm kind of, you know... I maybe play, like, five games, so... <laughs> That's true. I'll be sure to get you back on here when we go to play some, um... Harvest Moon, Back there to Nature. Oh, that'd be a very, I think, very boring <laughs> podcast. <laughs> very boring live stream, just sitting there farming away. And yeah, that is, that wouldn't be too much of a game, now, would it? Everybody's sitting there with popcorn being like, oh, great. <laughs> oh, look. He's hitting the rock with a hammer. Wow. <laughs> well, babe, thanks for talking Legend of Zelda Organ of Time with me. I got you, babe. <laughs> thanks for having me. I have no idea what the hell I'm doing, but it's, I'm going, it's doing great. It's doing great. I appreciate you, man. Everybody, thank you so much for listening. We'll see you in the next episode. This was Legends of the Orchard of Time on Nintendo 64. And uh, let us know in the comments down below what, uh, what you thought of the game and if you enjoyed it. Bye! <laughs> have a good one.